university. Ignorant, we gon' bring that racket like it's Wimbledon. Discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted. Words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Uh, carry that torch, heat up the game. Ain't nobody got that flame. Different, different. Man, this intro different. Man, this intro ignorant. And what's good, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> we are back with another episode of the one and only D1 Indian University podcast. It is your host coming to you semi live from multiple undisclosed locations at the same time. That's right. I be teleporting. I hit the Kage Machino Jusu. If you don't know what that is, that's too bad because we can do that here. I'm here with my friends minus one, and I'm happy it's the minus one because we all know I don't like Eric in the first place. So let me introduce you to the crew. We gonna have a nice show. We gonna attempt to make it nice, and we gonna make it do what it do because it is what we do. Ain't that right, fellas? Yes, sir. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'm going to give the intros like we normally do. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the one man. He's known as the Bearded Baron. He has hoes from Boston to another side of Boston because that's all he really knows. Let me introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, Turk. Man, Jamal. I, I have to applaud you on the intro, man, because you, you never look out for me like that. I, I got I to gotta give you a applaud for the intro, man. I really appreciate it. But I as see. usual, as usual, we're back with the one and only and the most famous D1 Ignan squad. You know what I'm saying? I look forward to having a good episode with these dudes right here. And the expose, you know what? I'm not going to expose no locations today. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. We're going to have a good episode today, guys. And I'm not going to be an op today. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Just the fact that he can choose whether or not he wants to be an op, <laughs> nigga, that makes you an op, nigga. That's like, the definition of an op. bro, you switching sides, nigga. You an op, bro. Like, <laughs> so up next at the starting lineup, the man is known for staying completely hydrated at all times. When you mm. see him, it looks like the concrete cracks when he walks by. He wears medium shirts, and he likes wearing baseball hats backwards. Don't ask me about that. That's part because I don't ask questions. The one, the only, the one and only Water Tree USA correspondent. Cool. Yes, sir. 17721 Dallas Parkway, Suite 108, Dallas Texas, 752A7. It's medium shirt. So. And it's proven that these shirts are 2X. It's proven. See, see, see. See, this is what this is what Jamal doesn't want to accept. See, me and Coop, you know what I'm saying? We our arms a little bit bigger, you know what I'm saying? So we there like we the stuff, we like the stuff that flexes our muscles, you know what I'm saying? You know, J- Jamal's a more lean, skinnier dude, you know what I'm saying? He likes the baby stuff. That's for him. But what we're not gonna do here is judge people for how they want to dress. We're That's not judging, we're, we're just pointing out that you literally said. Does that sweater fit me like an Under Armour? That's all I needed to hear, Turk. That's it. Wear a striped sweater. We have a pretty interesting show for y'all coming up today. Um, the sparks will fly. The booties will shake. And I'm just talking about Paul Pierce. Because for some reason, 
he he thought that was a good idea. I I don't know what made him think that was a good idea. But here's my here's my thing. Shout out! I just want to say shout out to Paul Pierce. We can't we can't let you do we can't let you talk about it first, Coop, because this is one of Turk's people. This is his Celtic. This is top five player in his organization. I Uh, need answers, Turk. What you got? First things first. Let me go go ahead and say that I outside of Paul Pierce being a Boston Celtic. I'm not even a fan of this dude outside the basketball court, bro. Like, bro, bro, bro's already a crybaby, man. But his decision, the way he acts on before he was fired by ESPN, the way he acts, always taking shots on LeBron, always hating on LeBron. And I'll be completely honest, bro. I didn't like that LeBron smacked us when he was in Cleveland and Miami. But you know what? You gotta give Go LeBron. His you gotta give LeBron his due. Paul Pierce is always hating on LeBron. He's always hating on all these athletes. And then to make things worse, you go out and make a decision like this. First things first, if y'all don't know, Paul Pierce is married. Paul Pierce is married and has kids. So what example is that set for them? What example is that set for your wife? And this older generation, man, you you young bucks, man. Y'all be out here making poor decisions. <laughs> and, then, and then look at this dude, bro. Out, first of all, you out here holding the camera wrong. You out, you out here, you... <laughs> You you you, you got you 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 got strippers around you. You drunk as heck, like bro. You you just looking bad. Then when you get fired by ESPN, man, even when I lose, I still win. You you're not winning. You never won. You losing. Come on, pa- Paul Pierce. We gotta do yeah, better, that, man. Yeah, that was we, trash when he went we, on and said that shit. <laughs> we, we we gotta do better, bro. As as an athlete, bro. As a pop, because Jamal said it right. Paul Pierce is a top five player within the Boston Celtics organization. Bro, black men, we have to do better. We have to do better. We can't sit here and talk down the younger generation and say the younger generation is ignorant, the younger generation is weak, they're soft, and we do stuff like this. Uh, 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 a, dis- a disgrace. Pathetic. A disgrace. I said it. Disgrace. Coop, you've been lying in wait. I know you couldn't hey, wait to talk about I'm, it. I'm going just, to just say this. Number one. Oh, that was uh, it was epic. Like if you're gonna get fired, bro, that's how you get fired, bro. But, like that's how you supposed to get get fired. At the same time, bro, I do agree with Turk, man. Old head generation, y'all took a major L with that one. Um, and Paul Pierce pretty much disres like like made a mockery of himself, his family, his wife, kids, the Boston organization, like. I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, he went out blades of glory or cheeks of glory because – and here's my thing, bro. You know, old heads always talk about us making bad decisions, and they always say – they always want to talk about who we keep around us. Like, who the hell was Paul Pierce keeping around him, bro? No, did anybody say, yo, Paul, you going on Instagram Live is not a good idea. <laughs> And the fact he did that with fuck? only 300 people watching. Dog, if you had a few hundred thousand and be like, eh, I, I, I don't, I don't condone it, but I understand. But bro, you did all that for three for 300 people. And, and, and my thing is, bro, the whole entire you got fired. You talking about you got big things coming. You talking about even when even when I lose, I still win. Like, bro, swallow your pride, my G. You you made a poor decision, bro. Look. We already saw the Area 20, 21 stuff with KG. That got shut down. Y'all was hey, out bro, there. Y'all not looking yeah. good out of retirement, man. No, 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 listen, 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 listen. 
I'm not a fan of the way Ray Allen left us at all. But the way they all got on the KG show and they was all in their feelings, bro. Like, bro, come on, man. Like, bro, that, really, that stuff. That, that, they that really stuff ain't cool, bro. They like, ripped Ray Allen for a good hour. And I'm like, bro, these are grown-ass men. Bro, like, man, bro. So you already had KG, his, his Area 21 or whatever it was called. That, that got shut down, right? Now, Paul Pierce, you get fired from ESPN. You talking about, even if I lose, I still win. We got big things coming. Yeah, okay, bro. We going to see. We going to see. Whatever. Bro, this, this comes down to two things. One, Old heads always try to get on us about social media. Don't put you don't got to post everything that you do. Now you right, but where they make the mistake is they assume that they better than us. They think they wouldn't do this same stuff. The only reason they didn't do it when they was younger is because it didn't exist. Let, let, let's be real. A lot of parents, a lot of grown people are not grown. They just older in age. They do stupid things. Just everything they did stupid as a child is only is only remembered by the people who were there and the people who were told, not the internet. And what happens, the internet is forever. And people just like to post dumb things. And all of this could have been avoided if Paul Pierce just didn't post it. If you if you did it and you recorded it, it's cool. Now don't record it and put it for the world to see. And did, act like I, I don't. I don't. Th- did he know he was on Instagram Live? He looked he dead could. in the camera. There's no way he didn't know. Bro, this shit. Bro. And, and, and the thing was, bro, he was doing the light skin, rub his face type of joint. I was like, man, this shit is hilarious, dude. bro. That, that that man knew what he was doing, bro. He had he had. You could tell he had a few shots. He was feeling himself. He thought he was that guy. It's, it, it just it looks so embarrassing, bro. It's it's it like it's funny, bro, but it's low key pathetic at the same time. It's like, bro, Paul Pierce, come on, bro. You already have a bad reputation as an analyst on ESPN with your outrageous opinions and your hate for LeBron. You go ahead and do that. Like, bro, come on, G. Come on, nah, bro. It, nah, nah. Bro, it really just comes to athletes when they retire, bro, they don't know what to do with their lives. Like, they, they spent their whole life training and practicing and spending all their time for this one thing, and then we don't realize, bro, most people retire in their 60s and their 70s. Athletes retire in their mid thirties to early forties. Hey, well, the, well, the the thing is, they never learned how to be normal people outside of yeah, their sport. Yeah, you got you got to have different you got to have different passions and different hobbies outside of sports. You know, what I'm saying, uh, we, there's a few athletes. I think Bo Jackson, perfect example. He retired. He owns his own business. You know, what I'm saying he does that. You know, what I'm saying you have athletes who get involved in multiple different things. They go back to school, get they get their degrees. They figure out what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? I like how Coop reflected on that. A lot of these athletes, man, unfortunately, sports is really all they got. And that's why that's how we see the athletes who go broke after they retire or the athletes who go crazy or even in the Paul Pierce situation, perfect example. You have so much time on your hands. You they, I, I, I'm not going to lie, though. He was living a life. He was living a life, bro. bro I, will tell, I will tell y'all from, from real experience, but when I stop playing ball, you know, when you play a ball, you busy. You're always like, bro, if I had if I had this free time, I would do this, this, and this, and it would feel so good. When I stopped playing ball and I had all the free time I always wanted, bro, it was cool for like three days. On that fourth day, I was like, so what I do now? Yeah, that's that's facts, man. When I got done, I was just like, shit. You know, you got to have something to occupy, you know what I'm saying, like that five hours a day. 
Because then you think, all right, I'm going to just go to the gym and work out. I've been working out my whole life. Then you're That's like, different. That only kills right. like an hour and a half. I, I'm not going to say you got to have a plan B because you always want to go for plan A. But the point is, is that you got to have different passions, di- different hobbies and different things that you're passionate about. Different yeah, things I, that I would, you love to do. I would, And I always preach to, you know, like younger athletes. I'm like, man, build a persona outside of sports, man. Yeah. You're like, you know, be- become a person outside of sports so that this doesn't end up happening to your ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be like, like. It's a smooth transition back to a normal life, bro. Like, Bob Pierce was feeling himself, bro. That nigga had the hen dog. That nigga <laughs> was smoking. He was smoking backwoods. Like, he had a few, he, he had a few shorties in the background. Short, and, shorty, you know, I mean, I mean, hey, he was living a life, man. I wanted to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. that me so, man. I mean, if I I wouldn't have said nothing if I was there, I would have been like, hey, bro, put your phone down. Don't 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 do this to us. Forget him. Don't do this to us. Because you know what? If you get caught, that means we can't have fun no more. I'm not gonna lie though. That's that's how you pop off a month, bro. That's how you pop that shit off, man. Hey, That's you how know, you pop off the the city, nigga. City boy summer, city, city boy. boy. That's how you pop it off, Paul Pierce. Hey, bro, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not hmm. gonna lie. I always live with the mentality. Hey, we go out with a with a bang, not a fizzle. Hey, that man hey, lost bro. his. That man about to be on child support for the rest of his life because of those decisions, bro. Shit. <laughs> she was gonna leave anyway. Fuck. Bro, I mean, this man if he was here, doing bro. all this, I feel like that relationship already wasn't the best. Yeah, anyway. bro, like, he, he must have been doing this, bro. This isn't like his first time chilling with women and smoking blunts. No way. There's no <laughs> way it was. It was just <laughs> yeah, the first time, it was just the first this, time Disney ever saw. Oh, my goodness. Bro, bro and, and, on, then bro. Why, and then why he got the uh, – his old ass, why he got the fuckboy haircut. <laughs> Paul Pierce ugly as shit. <laughs> But hey, I I asked my grandfather this question years and years ago when Amari Stoudemire officially retired and he was going to play in China. I was like, why would you do that, bro? You already had an established pretty good career in the NBA. And like you, you've lived your dream. Why would you need to go to China? My grandfather said something to me that i will never forget. He said, well, what else is seven foot supposed to do? Right. Like, ah, like, ah, valid point. Paul Pierce ain't seven foot, but damn he's six six. You don't see too many six six dudes just walking around who work at IKEA. Hell no, that nigga Paul Pierce had the fuck boy cut. That man was drunk as hell, had hoes in the back. Hey, salute to that nigga Paul. Pierce. You know what? That's the realest shit Paul Pierce has ever done. All right, let's ladies let's let's put it that way, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. gentlemen we're, we're we do not, not all. Yeah, we do. We, we all do not agree with Coop. I don't want. We're not here to, to say we approve of this behavior, but we are here to say if you're gonna do something stupid, you probably shouldn't be doing. Don't record it. Just don't record it. That's all we ask. But since we're gonna talk about Paul Pierce's bad decisions, let's talk about the man who caused a good chunk of them back in the day, because the trailer of Space Jam has dropped. Coop was overexcited. He almost jumped in his pants when he saw it. So, le- guys, let me know. How do you feel about the Space Jam trailer? Turk, right, I know, Turk, I know oh, you're not no. a big movie buff, but you got to have something. You got some kind of opinion on this. Uh, uh, Space Jam, Space Jam, Space Jam 2. Man, 
Now, of course, when the first Space Jam came out, we were kids. So, you know, of course, you see Michael Jordan in the movie. Michael Jordan is a horrible actor, by the way. But you see Michael Jordan in the movie. You see Bugs Bunny in the whole Looney Tune squad. Okay, you're young. You're going to get into it. But I feel like with this one, I'm not going to say if it's going to be good or if it's not going to be good. I didn't think the trailer was that good because I feel like they're trying to do way too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's just how I feel, in my opinion. They're trying to be way too much. It's not me hating on LeBron James. It's not by far me doing that at all. I just feel like I feel like this Space Jam is going to be based upon the trailer. The movie could be completely different. I think based upon this trailer, I think they were trying to do way too much, in my opinion. But I also got to understand, this is me at 25 years old criticizing a kid's movie. You know what I'm saying? So I can't be a harsh critic with it. But I think they're trying to do too much. But that's from an adult perspective, though. That's and, of course, someone hit the bagpipes. Someone get the yep. organ ready. Yep. There you cool. go. Go ahead. <clears throat> Born December 30th, 1984, by Miss Gloria James in Akron, Ohio. As a phoenix rose from the ashes. Oh, God. Hey, I'll cash up you $10 if you know where that, where that came from. But... Yeah. You know, Space Jam, Space Jam is my, Space Jam and Training Day are my two favorite movies, man. Well, of course, this Space Jam has Goat James in there. Now, I was a little interested in where they were going to go with the plot, right? Like, where where do you go from there? And also, I was trying to see how they were going to incorporate, you know, 2021 technology. Which they did a pretty good job, not going to lie. Don Cheadle threw me off. They could (laughs) have used somebody somebody else except Don Cheadle, but I'm going to let that go. Um... However, I, I liked it, man. I'm looking at it from a perspective of I'm I'm not gonna critique it too harshly, right? I gotta I gotta I gotta do it for what it's worth. So I, I like the trailer. It's gonna be interesting how they you know do the monsters. You know you got you got Dame Lillard, you got Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, uh, Diana Taurasi. Like it's gonna it's gonna be fire, but I I'm excited to see it. You know, your nugget head kids will get stiff armed in the movie theater if I decide to go see it in theaters. Facts. And we will be there, ignorant, front and center. Um, and I, I, I'm I'm ready. I can't wait, man. So as your resident movie buff, and when I meet movie buff, I have a DVD collection It's 2021. Let that sink in for a second. Yeah, I watch stuff that ain't on Netflix. But the point is. I didn't like the trailer because the everything behind it made it seem too epic. The whole point of Space Jam is to not take it seriously. Space Jam is supposed to be goofy and dumb and just good fun for everybody, especially Space Jam 2. Because y'all, let's be real. Space Jam 2 is not for the kids. It's for us. It is for the people who were born in the mid-90s who grew up with Space Jam. It is not made for these children because they don't understand why there's a two. It's, it's just like, when to, the, y'all know the difference between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3 is literally like a decade? Let it go, fam. There's, you know, bro, the, you the know, timeline of Toy Story is still up for debate, bro. It's not. It was made for us because Toy Story 2 came out in like 2001, 2002, something like that. And then when Toy Story 3 came out, Andy was leaving for college. How old were we when Toy Story 3 came out? 
That's facts. It was made for us. Just like this new Space Jam, it's supposed to be made for us. But I think it's just too epic. I think it's just taking itself a little too seriously. And let me throw out a snippet that Turk is not going to like, but it's a proven fact by this point. Basketball players cannot act, but football players can. Yes, that is facts. I mean, I never once disagreed with that statement at all. I mean, just, you know, you, you, you don't like us football players all the time, but it is a proven fact. As much as we like Space Jam, Jordan can't act. As much as we love He Got Game, Ray Allen can't act at all. As if Allen Iverson was going to be any better. He wasn't. But at least Allen Iverson was like, bro, I'm not an actor. I'm a ball player. And I can respect that. But yeah, but Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson can act it, can act his ass off. Thanks. Hey, Jim Brown. Jim Brown can act his ass off, man. Mm-hmm. I would think as football players that you probably would be way better actors because there's a lot more communication. There's a lot more team-oriented things that you have to be more involved in. So that's requiring more communication, having to talk more. So I can see how football players could be better actors than basketball players. Well, I can in see basketball, that. the people really know your personality. Yeah. Like, except for the last – until camera technology and mic'd up got really good in the last 10, 15 years – no one truly knew what football players' personality was until they saw them in another form of media. Like, most people couldn't tell you what Steve Young sounded like until the early 2000s. That's crazy. No, no one could have told you who, what Joe Montana was like off, off the field, but he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. But people have always known what Jordan was like. People knew what Dr. J was like. Hell, people knew what Wilt Chamberlain was like, and there's barely any video of him. Shout out to that man, Wilt the Stilt, baby. So the point is, I, I, I'm not sold on Space Jam. Now, I will let you know, I stick arm kids, and I run kids over. Get my way in the theater, see what happened. I did it when oh, Trolls yeah. oh, came yeah. I did it when Trolls came out. I was there for Toy Story 3. Don't play with me. Hey. Hey man, Lady, hey man, that Derrick Henry stiff arm is a mug. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you that we are in the year of 2021. You can't do stuff like that no more. You might get a ticket. They might get first, and we in the might. dark. So what's up? All right, they find ways. They ain't gonna find ways. You know how many movies I've hey, ladies, in ladies my and life. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to watch a movie, do not stiff arm that little kid that's that's there with his popcorn and his uh. And his in, in his lollipops, you know what I'm saying? Probably has snot coming down. Don't stiff arm him. Just be patient. Unless they deserve uh, it. Oh Sometimes Lord. kids be deserving it. Hey, I was stiff armed as a kid. It, it I, I was just gonna ask that. Turk, have you never been stiff armed as a child? I was definitely not stiff armed at the movie theater. It shows. I, I feel like that, that person Whatever. did you a disservice. Whatever. Whatever. Hey, you, hey, man, that that's on you. That's a personal problem. That, bro, sometimes you need to get stiff arm. It happens. It happens. But y'all, th- thank you for just hearing us out on Space Jam. If you got some, if you have a different opinion on it, please let us know. We'll glad we'll gladly get to talking about it on the timeline. And yeah, so to come into our next stuff, yes, I tweeted something out today that I made sure everyone knew. Coop is one of the people who agrees with me, but for some people, they just don't get it. So let me let me explain this to you. Thriller is not Michael Jackson's best album. 
No, I would say all. I would say off the wall. It's I like bad better than Thriller. Thriller is just iconic. Thriller is iconic, but it's not his best album. It is not. And then that made me think. There's been a there's been a versus thing going on since last summer, and of course the Isley Brothers went head to head with Earth, Wind, and Fire a few days ago. The correct answer is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, Earth, I, I would say Earth, Wind, and Fire. But the Isley Brothers got that swag, though, man. You can now, win off swag alone. Now I will say, the Isley Brothers can work in any generation just because of who they are. Earth, Wind, and Fire doesn't really translate to this generation of music. I understand that. Also, also, Steve Harvey effed that whole thing up, bro. Like, uh, less talking, Steve. Steve Harvey was looking like the Joker in that purple ass suit. I don't know why this man does this, but hey, that that's his brand at this point. We can't really stop him. But the point is, ladies and gentlemen, we got some versus collabs going on today, and I need y'all to let us know who you think is winning. We're gonna argue on who won and who did this and that. But ultimately, y'all, it's up to you, the listener, but we're going to get into it anyway. Turk, Coop, you ready to talk about all this? Let's get it. You know, I'm a, old, I'm, a, I'm a music head. All right. So for the first verses, we going down south. We taking it to the dirty, dirty. Who wins in this versus? T.I. or Luda? Ludacris. Ludacris. Ludacris for sure. Eh? See. It's not that simple. I agree that Ludacris is probably a better bar-for-bar bar rapper, but what classic album does Ludacris have? Oh, my God. Bro. Wow. Fam, you got to wow. be effing kidding me, bro. Word of mouth is was impeccable. Word now, of mouth had, Bro, area codes alone. Word of mouth had roll out, area codes, move, bitch. And, like... No, and nothing that you just mentioned is better than T.I. versus T.I.P. You it's are not. smoking. You are smoking. Nigga, not... get out of here. And then Paper Trail? Now, T.I.'s best album was King. That was straight bars. And I'll tell you, the only, you know the reason Paper Trail didn't get as much didn't get as much hype as it should have when it came out? It came out the same year as the Carter Three. Bro, the paper trail. Bro, the only good song on Paper Trail was "Swagger Like Us." You are shitting me. You really. <sighs> that was the only good song on Paper Trail. I'm not in this. Yeah, I got it. We know you're not in this, Turk. Live your life, whatever you like, and swagger like us. All of those. It was. Songs. It, it was a pop album. Then, if we look at Ti versus Tip, big shit popping and touchdown. What else? T.I. versus T.I.P. Look, 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 let's look it up. And even though you only named three songs off Ludacris' album. Fam. All right. What you, what you know? That's on King. The, the Dope Man. Afro. Touchdown. Okay. Respect the Hustle. And Bro, we're you're... not going to forget the mute. Now, I will tell you, Ludacris does have some of the most iconic music videos of all time. They are definitely some of the most iconic rap music videos of all time. I could argue that Chicken and Beer is better than is better than uh, Paper Trail and T.I. versus T.I.P., bro. Okay, now, 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 stop that. that stop that. No, it's not. And then, I think what a lot of us were going to get mixed up is 
Luda's just Luda's what 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 is the word I'm looking for? His legacy is a whole lot better than Ti's. Cause Ti just be he always just do some suspect stuff from the from dealing with his daughters to his beef with Floyd, and then outside of music, everything that he does kind of just stops at ATL. But and Luda, Luda Luda was a way better actor. Luda was a way better actor. Now Ti is not a bad actor at all. We we can't. We, I'm not gonna not Ti. Ti was a pretty damn good actor. Both of them like five foot eight though. It's not the yes. point, bro. That's not that, the point. You are correct. They, they but fine. Hey, they, they, that's where the guys are going with this. I say Ti wins, but I'm down two to one. But we got next one. We're gonna switch up the genre a little bit. Usher versus Chris Brown. Who's getting it in? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris once Brown again, but once again, you're both smoking crack. I don't know what's wrong with you. Here's, here's, here, here, you gotta, you gotta think about what a versus is, bro. Chris Brown literally has more hits. Now, what'll save Chris Brown is if he plays his features. Feature, but uh, features don't count in the verses. Like, I get it. If, if you want to talk about featured artists, uh, Fabulous is probably the greatest feature rapper of all time. You're smoking runs. All Fabulous does would, is make hits from features. He can't rap by himself. That man said Usher over Chris Brown. That's crazy. Bro, bro Chris, Chris Brown is winning the verses, bro. Yeah, one, bro. I, can, I can tell you this. Chris Brown has very good albums, but he does not have the one monumental classic album. His I love his self-titled album. Exclusive is great. But this man decided to just throw 80 songs onto two albums. That's not okay. That doesn't make you better. And Usher wins by one very simple thing. Pun intended for those who don't. Confessions. I, w- I, w- I would argue that fame, fame is Chris Brown's best album. Yes, I agree. Fame is his you best have, You got deuces, no BS, look at me now, she ain't you, yeah, three times, with the bed. Come on now. Now, it's it's hard to count uh, deuces because there's like eight remixes to deuces. Oh, uh, nigga. There are eight remixes to deuces. Nigga. I, can't, I can't keep track of who's who. But, though, Confessions is a top 50 album in any genre, period. I don't care I'm what ta- you I'm, I'm not taking that away from them, but I'm just saying in a versus standpoint, yeah. Chris Brown would win. Yeah, bro. Chris excuse Brown. Excuse me. Excuse me, miss. Right, hold, hold on. Because are we going to forget? You're going to say, yo. But this man, Usher, said before he even started to sing. Don't leave your girl around me. True player for real. Ask my nigga for real. And proceeded to jig into the club with four other dudes. I thought that's how you walked in the club. I legit did. Jamal, I think you're being biased towards Usher because he's from Dallas. That's what I'm going to say. Usher is from, where Usher is from is a big if and or but. Plus, he doesn't claim Texas, so I don't really count that. And I can't be biased because do you know how much Chris Brown I listen to? Do you not know how many girls I was planning to sing yo to in elementary school just because? I will say this. Chris Brown has never made a bad song. That I don't agree with. That I would agree with it, 
if it wasn't for these last two albums. Because, damn it, if you're going to have 40 songs, there's no way in hell you can tell me all of them are good. There's no way. Coop, even you can't say that. I wouldn't say they're all good, but I wouldn't necessarily say one is bad. I can't. I can't give it to him. And no, Turk, I am not biased when it comes to Dallas artists. Get it together. I don't see you out here uh, trying to parade around for New Edition and Bobby Brown. Listen, I ain't told you how I feel about Bobby Brown. And I've told you how I feel about Bobby Brown. Now, we can have, we can argue this all day. Idiot from Boston. Now, I wish Eric was here so I could slander his favorite rapper and his, the love of his life in front of him. But he's not. So we're, ju- we're just going to talk about it in the most nice, non-ignorant way possible. You know I can't even say that line with a straight face. So the next verse is Drake versus Wayne. Uh, here's my thing. Um, it, it, that's hard because it's two different styles. Because it's like, all right, Drake's going to play some slow stuff. Wayne got the hardcore rap. I, I, I can't really compare the two. Um, if I would have to say more hits, hits, I would probably have to say Drake. Um, that's just, ah, that's, that's tough, man. Sir? Ah, oh, man. I used to be a big Lil Wayne fan back in the day, bro. The, the Carter three, the Carter four, bro. I loved all those albums, man, but. I'm gonna say Drake, man. Drake has more hits, and we also got consider that Drake is a light skin that can sing and rap. We haven't seen that before. Here he goes. Wow. So, wow. So, so, so because of that, he's gonna win automatically. Shout out to my shout out to my man LL Cool J. <laughs> hey, do, we, hey, LL, do we consider LL, LL Cool J light skin? Yeah, like yes. Because LL, LL yeah. Cool J is not light. He's not dark by no means, but he's yeah. not. He's Darker than he more, Drake. He's a light. He more yellow bone. Hello, Cool is a straight light skin, bro. Hello, Cool is a full black light skin. Drake is mixed light skin. But what I'm saying Most is still light skin. No, but what I'm saying is in terms in terms of singing and rapping, I think Drake is on a different level when it comes to Hello, Cool J, bro. Without Hello, Cool J, there would be Hello, no Cool J is a way, is a way better. Facts. LL Cool J is a top five rapper. I have him in my top five rappers of all time, bro. If you're talking about, like, off straight lyricism and rapping, bro, LL Cool J is one of the greatest. If you're talking about lyricists, yeah, but we talking about making music. Well, nah. I I, I, I don't know. LL, I will say Drake beats out Wayne, but not for a good reason. He beats out Wayne for what I call the Drake effect. Drake thank thank got, you, Eric, and I talked about that. The Ignite Talks, episode one. Did the Drake effect is Drake can put out whatever it is, whether it's great or whether it's mediocre, it's going to sell and it's going to be a hit just because now, his name is Drake. Okay, now wait a minute, bro. This this last little tape he dropped, bro. Lemon Pepper Freestyle was fire. Yes, but what about the rest of the tape? I mean, you know, you get a song with little baby, you know, you know how that's gonna sound. The re- the whole tape was very, very mid, but Lemon Pepper Freestyle was great. But one song don't carry a whole tape. I beg to differ. It does not, because you don't. You're not even gonna download the whole tape. You're just gonna download that one song. 
Hey, and man. we also got to say it's it's April and his album is supposed to drop in January. Yep. So the biggest the biggest flex Drake can say is he told us he was going to do this in 07 and no one believed him and no one understood what he said. But I go back to it all the time. He said, buzz so big, I could probably sell a blank disc. And he's correct. And he's right. And he could sell a blank disc. And the Drake fanatics like Enrique and Eric would argue you to the death that it's the greatest take since Illmatic. How did Enrique catch a stray bullet in this one? Because I was arguing with Enrique earlier today about the Drake effect. That's what happens when you have that big fan base. And you got the biggest fan base out there. Like like y'all say, you can put out part. (laughs) Shout out to y'all seen, by the way. But it's Drake and Beyonce are at a whole different level that no one has ever seen before. Even Beyonce, like, Beyonce's is hideous though. Like, come on, bro. She could literally shit in the middle of the floor. They velvet <laughs> rope that motherfucker. And all of a sudden, oh my God, it's a work of art. <laughs> Even Michael Jackson didn't get to this point, mainly because Michael Jackson never dropped anything that pretty much wasn't top tier. But it was the point of no one would argue with you if michael jackson told his fan base to shut up that's not what that's not what would happen they would shut up and say that's not what happened the Bayhive told beyonce herself to mind her business fam literally michael jackson got on stage and stood there for five minutes and people people They were carrying people on stretchers, bro. He just stood there. It's a whole different monster. It's a different monster, bro. And Drake Drake has just reached that point to where he literally does not have to try. It's going to be a success. That's just him. Whether you like it or not, I don't like it because Drake, Drake has shown how much talent he has. So when he does something that's mediocre, I'm like, bro, I know you didn't try. I know you didn't try. But the thing is, he he drops some heat every now and then to let y'all know. But the thing about if you're in this position, and you know you don't have to give full effort every time, you can make a lot of money. Would you give full effort all the time? And that's where I kind of don't blame him. But as the consumer and as someone who really loves music, that makes me mad. They're like, bro, I know you can spit much better bars than this, but you know I could probably record this in 15 minutes and make make 15 mil off of it. Yeah. Just like Jay Z's, uh, what, what was the album called? The Magna Carta. What was it called? On um, Magna Carta was low key nice though, bro. Magna know, Carta had it was nice, picture, but, but he didn't give as didn't... much. He didn't. He didn't get the effort that he could have given at all. I mean, you you got to think it, bro. You can't. Jay Z is in such a different place, bro, in his style of rap. You can't. You can't. The Black Album, the Blueprints, bro. Hard not like volume, knock life volume two. You can't replicate those unless you're still selling drugs in the Marcy Projects, bro. What, like, what yeah. did I say? See, just, like, Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake is a great combination for a song or two, but not a whole album. And that whole album just kind of felt like they were trying to make suit and tie in different versions of it. And it, it just doesn't work out for a full-length album. Now, if you oh. were trying to drop a mixtape like that, that might work but og rappers don't really do mixtapes anymore nah nah, nah, nah. Nah, og rappers don't do mixtapes but i would say this watch the throne was that was a like 
I appreciate Watch the Throne more and more every year, bro. That was a great album. Watch the Throne was beautiful, mainly because Kanye and Jay-Z have always been cool, and Jay-Z has always respected the kind of creative genius and idiot that Kanye is. And there's not too many people who, who accepted that from him at the time. And that's why Holy Grail, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. That's why Watch the Throne just works. Dude, Watch the Throne was so epic. It was wow. And I'm sad we will never get Watch the Throne too. Uh, hell no. <laughs> hell no, bro. Jay-Z's not Jay, nah. <laughs> but we have a mix. We have a nice mix up for y'all. I know y'all haven't seen this verse is coming, but I'm going to say it anyway and see what the fellas think. Turk is going to give a dumb answer, I know, because he doesn't know enough, but it's worth a shot here. Mariah Carey versus Alicia Keys. Mariah Carey. I, bro, the, the Christmas song alone, bro. <laughs> I, it's... The fact that you, every year she wakes up on December 1st to a, to a multi-million dollar check for doing absolutely nothing for a song that's not even hers, that's GOAT status right there. Plus, you know, Alicia Keys doesn't really have the most, you know, most, you know, juice and biggest falling behind her because of some of her decisions, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, but a lot know. of people a lot of people don't like her. At but, all. But Alicia Keys, I will say this. I would say Alicia Keys it can sing better. But she just doesn't have the clout or the following that Mariah does. Alicia doesn't doesn't make the all time hit music that Mariah makes. Like her songs become bangers and become hits, but they're not designed to become hits like Mariah Carey. Like mm. when she when she made "We Belong Together," that was made to be on the radio and played forty times a day. She knew that. She grew up. She was popping in the Madonna era. Time's getting rough. She has something that has not been matched by any mainstream R&B singer since the year 2001. Damn, I, I got to get that to Mar- I got to get that to Mariah Carey, man. I if we if we, if we talking about like a, a more talented music artist then like of course Alicia Keys, but Alicia by far, but but a Mariah Carey got to got to give it to her dude like Mariah Carey is featured on the soundtrack of a Pokemon movie. That's all I need. That's all I need to hear about her. She wins. That that's hard to beat. Yeah, you're not gonna top that at all. Like that. That's a worldwide craze. You don't beat it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the verses that your mamas, your aunties, and even your grannies are willing to fight on. Michael Jackson versus Prince. How you feeling? Oh Lord. Um, uh, Michael Jackson. I would I would say in a versus Michael Jackson, Prince was more of a musician. Yes, because he like played Prince, he played everything. Yeah. Prince was a musician, he played everything. It's a different appreciation for both of their music. Like I appreciated Michael Jackson because he was an entertainer. I appreciated Prince because of like the craftsmanship. He was just he was a musician. See, it's almost not fair to put Michael Jackson against anybody because he has so much line of work for so long like it's if you compare just adult michael jackson to someone else you you have a you have kind of a shot but when you add in jackson five and adult michael jackson it's not you there's no way yeah bro he, he his catalog is to it and in prince you know prince was more so 
he only dropped the music if he could own everything. You know what I'm saying? Like Prince was very to himself. He's a musician. Like Prince could sell out a tour and just get on stage and play the guitar and drums. You know what I'm saying? Prince could also sell out a stadium and be like, somebody pissed me off today. And because they pissed me off, I'm not going to go on. So y'all can get y'all money back. Thanks. The only man to wear assless chaps. And still take your bitch. Facts. And, and, he, and he could hoop. Charlie Murphy learned the hard way. Good. Was, now, go, go on to Michael Jackson. Imagine you 16, 17 years old. You're a real, you're a grown teenager. Like, you almost out the house. And you in a band with your brothers. And your nine-year-old brother is the star. Because he's more talented than all of you put together. That's tough. Michael Jackson had a guy giving gifts. Bro, just imagine waking up and being Jermaine and being like, bro, I'm legit 10 years older than this child. Why is he so much better than me? Shout out my nigga Jermaine, bro. Like, Jermaine Jackson with the Sharpie finger wave, unbeatable. And it's not like Jermaine was untalented. Jermaine had a lot of talent. He was five. Just when you compare yourself to your little brother, you just... You, you ain't got it. Michael Jackson Christmas album is still the greatest Christmas album of all time. Le- that's what Leangelo Ball has to wake up and think about every day. His little brother is that much better than him. We all knew LaMelo was the best one. Okay, bro. Still, <laughs> we all knew. We I still wouldn't have passed him the ball in high school. We would have had the fight. Hey, bro, when he, at the opening tip, bro, when he's shooting from half court and making that hoe, it's over, fam. <laughs> Dog didn't even attempt to cross half court playing a playing a real game i'm not passing you the ball dog we're not i might beat your ass at halftime because of that hey bro chino hills won four straight won four straight state championship you better pass it to one of them light skins bro pass it to one of and no one has heard their name since that's the lavar ball effect hey man lavar ball is one of the greatest black dads of all time you may not agree with his methods all the time but they're effective. Facts. And you know what? They had a moment where sometimes the oldest brother has to go off on their own and let the younger brothers know, hey, you can love dad, but you got to know you your own man and don't let dad take over your life. Lonzo had to Shout learn that the hard way. Shout out to LeVar Ball, my nigga. This man pulled up to, to his first take in some flip-flops, bruh. It got Stephen A. Smith hot, boy. <laughs> with with Mel, no, not Mel, with Lonzo walking behind him, just like here we go again. You just know that's not the first time that they've walked into like the barber shop or somewhere, knowing his dad is gonna run his mouth and say something, knowing he on bullshit. But you're like, what? I, there's nothing I can do about it. He's my dad. That that's just what happens. Turk, how do you feel about, about LeVar Ball? I know you have some thoughts. LeVar Ball? Man, man, man. What is my opinion? Man, I think LeVar Ball is actually one of the smartest people out there, man. Because, you know, I think a lot of people misunderstood what he was trying to do. You know, from a lot of people's perspective, you think LeVar Ball is controlling. You think he's ignorant and stuff like that. But that man really provided a platform for his, for his kids to excel. Did he do well enough to get Leandro Ball in the league? No. But as far as the big baller brand wanting to do things his own way, start pave his own wave, I thought he did a great job, man. Like, 
Let's like let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Come on, man. Like, if I could get on first take with Stephen A. Smith, get paid to the debate how I could beat Michael Jordan one on one, I'd be lying I, too. I I'd would be too. lying too. I, I would. Say, too. Hey, I'd be like, shoot, I'll go ahead and hit him with that sham God step back three, right? It's easy. I'd be talking cash money. But the point that people have to understand is that LeVar Ball provided a platform for his kids to get that exposure and that clout. And that overall, I think, I think he learned from the mistakes he did with Lonzo. But I think overall, I think it it left to a better pathway for LaMelo Ball. Now, I will say he did put more pressure on his kids, man. But I think really, I think he did things a smart way, man. I think dude is truly a genius. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he, he stood up and said, look, no one else is going to profit off of my kids with me and my wife. And I salute that. This man I, formed yeah. this man formed his own brand and formed the league to compete against the NCAA. Nothing that but respect for LeVar Ball. That lasted yeah. a whole three months. Now, the, the JBL is the only thing I really don't approve of. Because, yeah, I get it. I get where you what you wanted to do. But, dog, if your league is not established, all you're really doing is ruining ruining kids' eligibility and their level of competition of who they can and can't play against. And if you're not going to a legitimate organization and legitimate or and a legitimate team, I don't see the point of ruining all the college eligibility you ever had. Because, yeah, every kid's not going to go to Duke, Kentucky, uh, be a one and done. But every kid should have the opportunity to play college ball whatever level that they can. But this is what I will say about him starting at JBL League. I think after that, don't get me wrong, you already had multiple athletes who were trying to go overseas and get paid anyway. But I think once he started that JBL League, I think that really opened up a different mindset for, for, uh, for, for a lot of athletes. Now you see more athletes going to the G League, going that route, getting drafted from there versus going straight to college. Now you have more athletes going overseas, as we saw with RJ Hampton when he went to the what was it, the Australian League? It was Lamelo Ball, man. I think that right there. I'm not saying that already wasn't happening, but I think that opened that opened up uh, more outlets and more just a just a different level of thinking and different mindset for a lot of athletes to say going straight to NCA, man. Because like look at Jalen Green, all them dudes, Isaiah Ty, all them cats. Yeah, it could yeah, it would be cool to play for Coach K, John Calipari all those big-time coaches and learn on them. But if you can go if you can go play the game at a high level, get paid for it, work on your craft, live your life, why not? Why not all, do it? And I'm all for go get your money, but you got to know where your money is coming from and how you're getting it. When R.J. Hampton went overseas, for one, R.J. Hampton already comes from money and his parents have money, so they know how to handle it. They were going to an established league where their contract is guaranteed to do this, this, and that. The JBL had nothing established other than, hey, it's not college ball and we can pay you a little something, something. Now, is that little something, something worth screwing my career over for? I don't see it. I uh, really don't. No, nah, I mean, I mean, LeVar Ball is, you know, you know, he, he, you know, he's a guy, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there, I, I definitely believe there's, there was some finesse behind it. But what I was saying is, I think him starting that league just kind of changed the mindset of a lot of athletes and not go straight to college, you know, and to find other ways to get to the league. That's that's hey, how I'm kind of look at it. The way I I always see things, y'all hear me say it all the time: some money better than no money. Go mm-hmm. get paid, 
Go get paid, young fella. Just know who's paying you. Know who's signing your checks. Because we all know y'all getting money bags drop behind the scenes, scenes of college anyway. We already know. Of the course. Is, and the difference is, you got to worry about someone snitching on you. Hey, but you we, got a diff- we have a different bag to get to. Because we ain't talking about money bag. We might be talking about a punching bag. Because I had a thought today. I was thinking, there are some mascots that I know I can whoop their ass. And there are some mascots I don't want no smoke from. So today we're going to talk about all of them, fellas. Because as you know, on this show, we like to get real ignorant. And we like to see what we will and will not throw hands with. That list is long and extensive. And we're going to add something to it. I feel like I should ask you this first question. Are you ready? Yeah. So, Turk, first mascot that you got to scrap. Do you think you can beat the Boston Celtic Leprechaun? Can you scrap Lucky? <laughs> oh man, that's a funny question. I think <laughs> I, it's like it's not even gonna be scrapped. I'm gonna knock him out. It's, now, it's, now let's add a twist. What if it's a Leprechaun in the hood? That, and that was Yo. my next question. Mm-hmm. Turk, you do know Leprechauns have powers, but this specific Leprechaun doesn't have powers because he's a mascot. So we're not doing that. We're not no, twisting that- it. That's no, 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 no. If you're scared, you, say you're scared. No, you said the Boston Celtics leprechaun, the mascot, okay? Leprechaun, what? Leprechauns fight using magical powers, bro. They don't fight head up. But guess that, what? It, guess what? This is a mascot. Therefore, because it's a mascot and it's not real. Sir, you're, you're taking this way too literal. No, no. This, this, this leprechaun has powers. Because I'm still final. I'm still fine. Okay, do I have powers too? No, Turk, you're a turk. no nigga. You don't got no powers. <laughs> so, so, so wait. So, why does my mascot get powers when he's a mascot? He's not because, even an actual leprechaun. Yeah, because, because he bre- leprechauns he- have powers. Turk, why do we have to explain this to you? Yeah, bro. No, I feel like y'all are changing things up because it's me. Yeah, but you, you, team- you don't think the leprechaun would want to be six three? Nigga, like. <laughs> Listen, I know is I'm gonna find a way to win. I always so Tur- find a way. So Turk is taking that L. Cool. What? You, you what? Scrap- wow. Wow. Okay. Cool. You scrapped in the Celtics leprechaun, Bruh, If it's like leprechaun in the hood, and I know the leprechauns are tricky with their words and magic, and they always get the last laugh. I'm good, bro. I'm I'm not fighting it because simply leprechauns got powers. They got gold and they got skittles. That's not a combination I want. Hey, a shilling is a shilling. <laughs> so next, they, so next we have a slight twist. Coop, would you scrap the Notre Dame leprechaun? Seeing though he's Catholic, he might not have powers or believe in magic, so I but, can scrap him. Yes, it, but you also it, have to realize he's been small his whole life, and he's been ready to throw hands his entire life. What that mean, <laughs> Bruh, The Notre Dame fight the Irish leprechaun will scrap any and everybody. Bro, why his fist be so damn big on the logo? <laughs> Bro, his yeah. fist be big as hell. He, I don't. I wouldn't want to scrap him hand to hand just because I know he's got so much more experience than me. It's not worth it. Any dude who just walks around with a pipe in his mouth, bro, with big ass fist, bro, nah. He, he's ready. Turk, since you think we robbed you of the Boston Celtic, how how you feeling? 
I plead the fifth. I have nothing to say anymore. No, 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 no. This, this is not America. This is ignorant land. You don't have that right here. What? We don't have rights in ignorant land. I said, I'm still going to win regardless. So I'm going to find a way to get that done. So okay. It is, so you, it is what it is. You're going toe-to-toe with the lepre- with the Notre Dame leprechaun. Okay. I just supposed to let him whoop me, Jamal? Is, is that, is that, is that we, what you we, want me to we never I'm said just, that, sir. I'm is, saying is you, that, can, you, you can refuse to, to fight. Okay. Fine. You and Leprechaun, you just got something against Leprechauns. I don't have anything as Leprechauns. You're telling me to fight someone and, and expect to lose. No. I'm, I'm just saying there are circumstances that are out of your control, sir. Now, if I fight Godzilla or King Kong, that's different. And by the way, for anyone who has not seen the movie, King Kong got his ass whooped by Godzilla. He want no more smoke. No more smoke. Why? Because there was no reason for anyone to think a big monkey was going to scrap a nuclear-powered giant lizard megazord. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. (laughs) Hey, Coop, I still remember uh, (laughs) he said, ma'am, those chairs aren't for him. They're for you. (laughs) Yeah, that was bad, bro. That 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 was terrible. That was that was terrible. Hey, that just—I hope everybody learned a valuable lesson in that, bro. Like, you sacrifice it on your way to power, man. So, for the next mascot that we're throwing hands with is the Chicago Bull, but I ain't talking about the one with the ring through its nose. I'm talking about Benny the Bull. Nah, bro, Benny the Bull be scrapping motherfuckers in the stands. Hell no. Nah. I don't yeah, want no yeah. smoke with Benny the Bull. He too, he too athletic and feisty for me. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. Want Benny the Bull be fighting more people in the stands. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, but yeah, yeah, y'all can have, y'all can have that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna have to take out my strap for him. <laughs> hey, it'll make it'll make a good cheeseburger. You know what I mean? Hey, and, and he took a few people, girls, too, out the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> bro, no, bro, nah, bro. Well, look at this man flexing. Hold on, bro. Come oh, on, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, Benny the Benny the Bull. When that kiss cam, come on, bro. Ain't nobody girl safe, bro. Benny the Bull turns into Mister Steal Your Girl real quick. Thanks, real quick. Turk, are you finding the picture? All right, put it in there. Oh, in the chat. All right. So, ne- up next, we have a local fan favorite. Hilarious. The Mavs man. Are y'all willing to scrap the Mavs man? Mavs man low-key swole as hell, though. He is. Man, I feel like because he's so swole, he can't really move, though. Yeah, he can't move, though. It don't matter how big big, he is. He got a big-ass head. So if he headbutt you, bro, that's it, fam. Now, I will say with Mavs man, it's his hands on you. It's a done job. It's over, over, bro. He get get them paws on you, fam. You're done. Somebody like... Am I the only one that thinks the Mavs man looks like the thing from Fantastic Four? He does. He does. He does. You're not the only one. You're not the only one, Jamal. Just check. Shout out to the Mavs for bringing back the uh, the old school logo. Shout out. And to finish everything off, could you scrap the Miami Dolphin? Uh, are we fighting on land or in sea? Both. Damn. That's not hold on. I feel, like the, I feel like the Miami Dolphin mascot has bad knees. So I feel like I feel like if you hit his bad knee, I think it'll go down. Now, if you fight him in the water, if you fight a dolphin in the water, you're not gonna win. 
Yeah, pause, he's gonna lose, bro. Pause. Uh, we're, I'm not gonna let you run by that like you ain't just say that. Turk, did you just say a dolphin has bad knees? Listen, bro. What time? Bro, about a mascot? dolphin is made out of c- cartilage. Right? <laughs> where? Where? We're, where we're talking. There are knees on <laughs> the dolphin. We're talking. We're talking about this the mascot. This nigga said a dolphin is bad no. knees. We're, we're talking about the mascot, right? That's Masad. That's Masad. He said a dolphin is bad knees. <laughs> what a dolphin is bad knees. It's a mascot, so obviously it has to stand up some way. So it has to have knees. Okay. Are we serious, guys? Are we serious? Come on. No, are you serious, B? You just said a dolphin has bad knees. The mascot. Do do I need to? All right. You know what? Ladies and gentlemen, for you guys that are listening to this episode, I want you guys to look at the Miami Dolphins mascot, and you're going to see a dolphin standing up. Now, you can clearly, nah, see, this, you can clearly the, see this man has knees. He has the knees. Miami, the Miami Dolphins mascot, though, is big as hell, though, bro. I ain't going to stunt, bro. And he walk around with shoulder pads and a helmet on, bro. You ain't going to whoop nobody, and, and they got on shoulder pads and a helmet, and you don't. <laughs> shoulder pads and a helmet, and wears it 24-7. So you know he's strong as hell. The net. You talk, want to talk about a headbutt. If your neck muscles are strong enough to carry a helmet for 24-7, that's a headbutt you don't want. You it's not. That was probably the most interesting thing Turk has ever said. Dolphin got bad knees. Turk said, oh, my God. I feel, like note, a lot, I, th- I feel like a lot of y'all just overthinking this right now because if you clearly look at the picture of the mascot, they, uh, obviously, if he's wearing knee pads, he has knees. Uh, we, we, we know. We know. It's Turk, just, you you overthought like having powers. So I don't want to hear anything about overthinking. Oh, Lord. Okay. You got it, bro. Mm. On, on that note, we got to end the episode. We've, we've come to an end, y'all. How does it feel? Once again, Jamal Brown is a hater, as always. My, I have if, to that's how, if that's how you feel about the decisions that you've made, Turk, you are more than welcome to have that opinion, even though it is wrong. It is wrong. But anyway, um, it's the end of the show, so you know what we got to do. You know what we where we gonna go. Coop, final thoughts to the people. Hey man, it's your boy B Coop Jet underscore affiliated. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Man, all I gotta say is, man, old heads, I gotta take that L with Paul Pierce, dog. I gotta hold that L. Y'all cannot say anything bad about our generation, and let's get stuff on camera. And that is all. Those are facts. Those are facts. Turk, final thoughts to the people. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, overall we had a great episode, man. I'm highly satisfied. Also, by the way, go out, go ahead and check out that uh, that that last episode, the latest episode, the Ignite Talks. And if you haven't checked out any of the episodes, go ahead and check those out. Gonna gonna be bringing out a few of those, bringing out a few of those back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? By the way, I also do want to continue to say Jamal's a hater. I'm gonna continue to say this and uh. His location for you guys is he's in Houston. I'm about to be up right now. He lives in Houston. Just yes. expose his location. But now, man, so, you know, so, so, nah, man, overall, I thought we had a great episode. You know, look forward to, as always, putting out more content with the homies. You know what I'm saying? We always have different ideas. We always have more ignorance coming. You know what I'm saying? So, overall, I thought we did a great job. Is that That's okay right. with you? Is that okay with you, Jamal? Everything's always okay with me, Turk, because I love you. And like he said, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out 
all of our media and all of the content that we make for you on our Twitter, Instagram, and even our new TikTok. I have a few videos out myself. Make sure you check those out. Make sure you check out a man Coop's Ignite Talks that have that are coming out. The newest episode to start season two is out. If you like art, if you like drawing, or if you just like to play tic-tac-toe, you should still check it out. So ladies and gentlemen, like we love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep loving, keep living. You ain't got to post everything. And that's fine. And we out. <laughs> the university.